Good morning. I'm your host, Albert Reno. Welcome to another edition of Morning Coffee Break. One thing I've noticed in starting my career in transportation is lack of knowledge by some regarding this industry. Over the course of the last week, we've examined some fun facts regarding transport and the transportation of goods and quickly realized that many of the facts we learned were surprising. Your coffee ready? Mine is. So let's start fun facts of transportation. Every great story has a beginning. So where did the humble beginnings of transportation fall? Who invented the transport or the concept of transportation? If you guessed it right, you're in for a history lesson. Transportation service is very old. Well, how old? Transportation of goods can be tracked since recorded history. For an example, the oxen were used to pull carts which had pottery containing goods, containing trade goods. This could be demonstrated as early as 8000 BCE. That's around 10,000 years ago. Ancient civilizations such as Mesopotamia and the Indus Valley constructed paved roads. In classical antiquity, great empires such as Persia, Rome, Greece built stone paved roads to allow armies trade and travel quickly. Massive trade routes from these ancient civilizations also relied on water transportation. First starting locally with canoes, then rowboats, and even wind propulsion. The Industrial Revolution in the 19th century caused much change. These changes and innovations would fundamentally change how transportation of goods occurred and started on the path that we see it today. The first step was telegraphy. Communications now almost became instant and independent of the transport of physical objects such as letters, correspondence. The steam engine was the second step as it led to the construction of the rail industry. This one act made land transportation independent from animal and human power. Both speed and capacity increased. So did thought and invention. The steamship was also developed and greatly sped up global transportation. Later, with the development of combustion engine and automobiles, road transportation became more competitive again, and the mechanical private transport sector originated. Alexander Winton invented the semi-truck in Cleveland, Ohio in 1898, and he sold the first manufactured semi-truck in 1899, just a year later. The concept of the semi-truck actually came about as a way to handle the delivery of Alexander's manufactured vehicles. As cars, they were driven to their customers prior and would experience wear and tear, and the delivery would often be quite expensive for them. Alexander created the automobile hauler as a way to address this, and in 1899 he started manufacturing the hauler for his own and other car manufacturers' use. Over a hundred years, the concept that Alexander pioneered evolved from a two-wheel semi-trailer to an 18-wheel, three-axle semi-trucks that we have today. In 1903, the White Brothers started the race for the air with the first controllable airplane. At the end of World War I, aircraft became a vast way to transport people and cargo over long distances very quickly. At the conclusion of World War II, the automobile and airlines took high shares of transport, reducing rail and water. With the introduction of containerization in 1950s, gave massive efficient gains in freight transport. International air travel became much more accessible in the 1960s with the introduction of the jet engine for commercialization. Improvements on existing technology for the last 70 years took the rest of the 20th century. Better trucks, more power, more payload, new trailers, and technology, faster and bigger airplanes, and massive shift 
travel RCs today, hauling hundreds of thousands of containers each day. Improvements which shape the industry. Another change is on the horizon in the transportation industry. With the rising Go Green and reducing carbon footprint initiatives, many people wonder what strides the transportation industry will take. I can confirm with you that the transportation industry have already taken many strides. The United States Environmental Protection Agency, named SmartWay, rises the awareness about the need to improve transportation sustainability. It has helped achieve significant emission reductions from freight transport. This is great, but as a normal person, what does this look like? What data can be seen from reducing emissions? Let's look at an interesting fun fact. It is widely known that today it would take 60 trucks to equal the exhaust emissions of a single truck in 1988. If we are examining interesting fun facts about reducing carbon footprint, the question is raised, what have other companies done besides just reducing exhaust emissions? LNG, liquefied natural gas. It is known that it reduces greenhouse gas emissions by 17 to 19% when compared to diesel. It also presents a fuel cost saving of up to 30% to 40% per kilometer. But key facts in Canadian transportation industry, as of today, there are over 12,000 natural gas vehicles operating. Now, this does not just include transportation industries. This also includes bus transit. So what other ways? A great initiative that we've all seen on the highway lately is LCVs, long combination vehicles, where you have Two 53-foot trailers being pulled by one tractor-trailer. Now, how does that reduce greenhouse gas emissions? Well, previously, those loads would have to be taken by two drivers and two trucks. Electric trucks might be the way of the future. Many large companies and small local fleets are looking at the advancement made into transportation through electricity. Mack, Freightliner, Tesla, and many others have all started manufacturing a fully electric alternative, and they're taking orders. Already larger truck fleets have signed on. Will this be our future with zero emissions? So now that we got the history lesson out of the way and new initiatives for the future, what are some fun facts purely on truck driving? It's a known fact compared to popular belief that truck drivers are three times less likely to be involved in a traffic accident compared to car drivers. Yes, you heard that right. Truckers who drive 65 miles per hour use 27% less fuel than when they drive at 75 miles per hour. The trucking industry directly or indirectly employs more than 13.3 million people in the United States alone, accounting for 9.1% of all workforce. Most over-the-road truckers average 100,000 to 110,000 miles a year on the road. That's equal to traveling around Earth nearly four times. Currently in the United States alone, there are 15.7 million trucks operating on any given day. If you line those all up end to end, they would reach the moon. More than $1 out of $10 produced in the U.S. GDP is related to transportation activity. Trucks need 40% more time to stop than cars. This is, of course, depending on the weight of the road, road conditions, weather conditions, and a list of many other factors. Against popular belief, trucks only have 10 brakes, not 18. However, all trucks are equipped with an anti-locking brake system. Empty tractor-trailer combination weight is on average around 35,000 pounds. Over 90% of documented full-load rigs weigh less than 73,000 pounds. This is well under the 80,000 pound limit in most of the United States. 
interesting fun fact for comparison the average automobile weight now this is depending if it's an SUV or truck but it can be averaged around 5,000 pounds average cost of a tractor trailer combination in US dollars is 260,000 depending on the choice brand new cabs can range from 130 to 180,000 and trailers 30 to 80,000 again there are many different choices and for a new company trying to start up use is always an option 18 wheelers use a double clutch technique for shifting it is much different to drive a truck compared to a car with a standard transmission in a car you push the clutch in you find your next gear you release the clutch the rpms match the transmission match it's all synchronized in a truck they do not therefore the clutch is pressed you shift gears but you leave it in neutral releasing the clutch repressing the clutch and you find your next gear this allows everything to synchronize most drivers once experienced don't even use the clutch unless to stop and go this acquired skill has many names in all of our research we found that floating is the most common name when done correctly this method actually saves fuel and wear and tear on the equipment done incorrectly and it has a negative effect. Average measured truck and trailer combination is 70 to 80 feet long. This is of course, again, depending on the type of cab and the length of the trailer. This number of 70 to 80 feet long is based on the average Canadian United States trucking fleet. The average standard height of an 18 wheeler is 13 feet, six inches. This does not include some of the automotive rigs that you see, which are much lower with a lower profile. Almost 30% of all truck drivers are between 45 and 54 years of age. Steven Spielberg has a claim to fame in the trucking industry. His first full-length effort as a director was called Duel, a TV movie about an ongoing battle between a motorist and a deranged trucker in a Peterbilt 281. His second movie was Jaws. Among the top goods transported in trucking, clothing, food, furniture, electrical products, and machinery products. Did you know that currently today, long distance truck drivers are forbidden to pick up hitchhikers? It seems like an interesting fact because if we look at some of the old trucking movies or any movie that has a rig in it, hitchhikers are popular. But insurance companies have cracked down in recent years. Hitchhikers are not covered under company insurance policies or owner operators. They are a liability. Many long-haul drivers consider their truck their home. You sleep in your truck, you eat in your truck, you can be away from, from home for weeks at a time. In addition to this being your home, a lot of these trucks are equipped with a refrigerator, a microwave. Many of them have outlets of power, so the possibilities are endless. You know, TV, surround sound, radio. Spoke to many truck drivers, and headlights are used to communicate at times, is a general consensus. As an example, one of my truck drivers that I spoke to mentioned, if I'm driving and someone passes me, mainly another truck, I'll turn my lights on and off a couple of times to let him know he's cleared the front of my truck and can merge into my lane. Then, at times, that truck will blink twice to say thank you. Drivers work 70 hours in 8 days. This can be arranged in different formats. No matter how you drive, you can't drive more than 11 hours in a single day. To working for a full 70 hours, drivers are required to take a 36-hour rest period. Now, for some of our Canadian truck drivers, this might sound a little bit different because this is based on the ELDs for the United States. 
Some interesting fun facts, cars versus trucks. So a car average is two to 400 horsepower. An engine will last between 150 to 200,000 miles. Engines hold 4.73 liters or 1.25 gallons of oil and will consume 25 miles per gallon or 9.4 liters per 100 kilometers. A truck's average horsepower is 400 to 600. Engine will last 1 million miles. The engine holds 15 gallons or 56 liters of oil and scores 8.8 .8 to 9.5 miles per gallon, comparative 25 to 29 liters per 100 kilometers. I stated earlier that an 18 wheeler can hold 80,000 pounds. To put this crazy fact about semis into perspective for many of you, that's about 23 small sized cars, or roughly 450 people. As mentioned before, there's a period in time in American movies where semi-trucks were popular. In 1970s, particularly, we had great classics like Smoking the Bandit, Duel, White Line Fever, and Convoy. Convoy was arguably the most popular by many critics, and it was based on the song that had been made into Rolling Stone's Top 100 Country Songs of All Time. Many of the trucks on the road can have up to 18 gears. This is an interesting fact, as many of the trucks are standard trucks which is very interesting with the failing popularity of standard vehicles on the car market. The tank of a semi-truck can hold between 100 to 400 gallons of fuel. Interesting enough, semis, or fuel tankers, make the delivery of gas to gas stations, average holding 9,000 gallons. 55% of owner-operators are away from home 151 to 300 nights a year. The transportation industry continues to be the world leader in mode of transportation. Specifically in Canada, trucking is responsible for moving 60.1% of volume. On the world front, 69.5% of volume. Customized trucks, we've all seen them. So why are some so flashy and others so very plain with just a single logo? Well, after speaking to a few of truck drivers locally, this is due to the owner-operators. Truckers take pride in their trucks, especially so when they own them and are in business for themselves. Some will state that it's a way of to signify their independence by fully customizing their trucks. But I asked if this is the only reason, and many of them returned to a very interesting fact, that they're away from home 50%, if not 75% of the year. So while they're driving, this truck is their home. Well, who doesn't want their home to look good? Here's an interesting fact that kind of shocked me. Think that large national carriers are the bulk of transportation fleets. Think again. Small business trucking companies comprise 90% of the industry in North America. In 2017 alone, trucks moved more than 10.8 billion tons of freight. Grocery stores would run out of food in just three days if truckers stopped driving. Lack of truck drivers damages the economy. I've seen this in an article. We have all heard the driver shortage, no doubt. And I've heard many people stating the following. Good, there'll be less drivers on the road, less trucks on the road. Sometimes I let it pass. Sometimes I try and educate them. Lack of truck drivers damages the economy. How? Many industry leaders and reports have been made on the subject. 
that the lack of drivers will have a significant effect on the economy as more and more companies, trucking companies, pass on these costs to consumers. It could lead to prices of goods rising very quickly. But why is this a fact? Why add this in? After doing all the research and going through and seeing many of these facts, I was reminded of how large the industry is and how dependent we are on it. How much freight it moves, freight that we all consume. So I asked myself, why hasn't there been something done? Why hasn't there been more people talking about a solution to driver shortage? Why, has, why haven't we looked for a technological solution, perhaps? And that question will lead us to the conclusion for today. It's not one that I can answer today. I hope you've enjoyed these fun fact podcasts about trucking. I'd like to thank the many sources that were used to compose this fact sheet. And I'll make mention of some of them. Truckersreport.com, the various truck drivers at Minimax, Express Transportation, Inc. Industry conversations that I've had with colleagues, Truck News, and Canadian Trucking Magazine. If you've liked this podcast or others, make sure to let us know. Like, subscribe, or leave a comment, even if it's just to start a conversation. Look for us on Apple Podcasts or CastBox. Remember to always stay curious and ask why. Until next time.